As a disclaimer, Monster Fuckers Anonymous is indeed about wanting to love and have sex with monsters, but we want to make things extremely clear from the get-go. The monsters we will be selecting will be sentient and able to consent. Not all of the chosen monsters will be sapient, but we will not be endorsing zoophilia or bestiality. Anthropologically, monsters all around the world and media representations of them have had many racial and sociological implications. We will be as transparent and ethical as possible, while also sex positive and mostly having fun. Monsters. Creatures feared all around the world in folklore and myths. Terrifying beings such as the fiendish and frightening fae, demonic devils, sultry sirens, hazardous harpies, and countless chaotic creatures coming from crevices of every continent. As long as stories have existed, there's been one pressing question that has remained unanswered by scholars for generations. One powerful thought that has plagued our minds for millennia. Can we fuck these monsters? That is what we're here to find out today. Welcome to Monster Fuckers Anonymous. to another fantastic, stupendous, wonderful episode of MFA, a.k.a. Monster Function Anonymous show where we talk about monsters, talk about the lore, talk about their media representations, and rate on a scale of 1 to 10 whether or not you. Is you listening this post-Valentine's Day eating those expired chocolates from CVS because you didn't get a date, you lonely motherfucker? Oh my god. Whether or not you should be having sex with those monsters. I'm your co-creature consulting cleric, and with me, as always, is our technical analyst, Joe. Hi, um, yeah, I guess so. Sorry, everybody, I'm a little bit bitter. I didn't, I don't have a Valentine's Day date this year, and I also, uh, we, we're not gonna talk, we didn't get, we weren't able to talk about love on the show, and it kind of just, like, killed all the joy I have, you know? Uh, yeah, it's not because uh, we were all very tired and not funny that day. No, it definitely wasn't because of the lack of comedy. I'm always funny, always on. Remember that. Always DJ direct me, never Always done. hard. Always hard. I'm always straight, straight hard. You're always, always straight. I'm I, always straight. I'm, I'm always, always straight. Cis. I've never, I've never once I'm thought sex about men. Negative. I've never, never once thought about men in their, in their juicy, juicy bubbles. I've never anyway, had a man in any close proximity to my asshole or otherwise. I've never had a man fart on my dick. So, anyways, I my roommate definitely tired. hurt me. <laughs> So, everybody, after that little bit of a chaotic intro, um, we're here to talk about some monsters. Just me and Joe today, you know, just hanging out, doing the whole thing. And I, the topic for today that we're going to be talking about, the monsters we're talking about, is a choice that upset Kez in the way that I threw off the entire production schedule just because I was in a mood. <laughs> That's literally what happened. I want, I want to pull back the curtain of the MFA curtain was it's Kez not, and everybody was planning uh, like for this week's episode. And then in the middle of the week, I just texted everyone being like, I want to talk about aliens. And then had Do to you think throw your choices everything. matter to us so much that we would have to scramble so hard? Yes. Kez literally has to make a pick. Kez has to pick something like randomly. Kez, and if you already like have a the pick, rest of us, just last minute chooses something from the trenches of our fucking memory. And then that's it. 
Well, she does have to make a document. That is yeah. true. That is like so, a, the extra. How thing. would you actually? How would you track yourself there? See, there's a little bit extra things, and not just picking something and writing, typing it out. A little, little I note hate before service workers. Where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> I don't understand the question. So this is your first episode, and you haven't ever listened to the show before. Here's how the show works. We pick a topic, this topic being aliens, specifically TV show aliens. I mean, there's a certain TV show I want to talk about a little bit, so that's why we're talking about it. So TV show aliens, I've picked an alien, Joe has picked an alien, and our producer, Kez, who's listening in, uh, has picked an alien. We don't know what she's picked, so it's going to be a mystery that we're going to open up live during the recording. We're going to rate them on a scale of 1 to 10, and whether or not you listening should be having sex with those monsters, and which is the best monster to have sex with. I don't know why I re-explained the show to everybody. I don't, I don't know why I just did that, but... Hey, if you want to send this to a friend and this be their first episode, probably not the best one, but let's do it. That's that's kind of the whole thing about a podcast. You just gotta it, you make it as nonlinear and reiterate as much as possible. The, well, I mean, there's actual podcasts that have lore. I mean, there's TTRPG podcasts. And if you don't like that, fuck you, fuck you. All right, Joe, are you ready to jump into it? Yeah, whose turn? Whose turn is it? I think I go first this week. I think this is okay. This I because you went first last week with um, spoiler uh, Meg. Yes, right, right, right. So it's my week this time. And since this is the topic I want to talk about, it's no wonder I go first. Because I want to talk about aliens. Specifically, a TV show aliens from the TV show Ben 10. I love Ben 10 aliens so much. But I want to talk not about Ben's aliens. That'll be another separate episode because that can be an entire fucking episode on alone. I want to talk about the Ben 10 villain that completely beat the shit out of Ben every single time. And that is my boy Vilgax. A cruel galactic warlord known as the most dangerous being in the universe, Vilgax's singular goal is to conquer and rule all known life. Looming taller than his entire species, Vilgax has conquered ten worlds and destroyed five others. No sentient life form is ignorant of his power-hungry cruelty. If you were ever to obtain the Omnitrix, the universe itself would never be the same. Now, Vilgax is... Smash. Yeah, I'd smash, 100%. He is tall. He is tentacly. For those of you who like tentacles or into that kind of uh, play, one of his arms is just straight tentacles that he wraps up in a, in a gauntlet so he can punch things when he has an actual arm. Um, he's Listen. cool. He's mean. And he's clean. Is he's he? mean. He's mean, green, and clean. I couldn't think of another rhyming word. Everybody, I, I'm not a thesaurus. Leave me alone, please. I'm looking at like these different versions of Vilgax. Yes. So let me walk you through. Vilgax has been has a different version. There's one version that you see from like 19, uh, 1776 when he fought George Washington. That, um, oh, <laughs> oh wait, yeah, that's right. Yes, there is an episode of uh, an ultimate an uh, omniverse. I think that uh, the one that you just posted, that's his pre, um, pre-mutated form. So he shows up on 1776 to conquer the Earth, uh, but then gets his ass whooped by uh, Ben, who came from the future, and George Washington, the first plumber. Uh, gets his ass whipped, leaves, conquers some other worlds, and then decides to do space steroids and becomes the version that we see in the original series. Which is the one it's I funny posted. you said plumber because I was I at first the first second of my mind flipped to uh Washington George Washington as Mario, but I realized plumber is also another thing in Ben 10. 
I'm gonna chop down this cherry tree. I die. Vilgax! Woohoo! Sign the declaration! Um, Vilgax is a whore. Look at, he always has to show so much skin and yeah. these boots. He's he has the high waisted boots. He's got like he, up to the thigh. He's got highs. the Dorito body, tiny legs. Oh my god, he is snatched. He is straight he's, fucking yeah. snatched. You know his pussy go hard. It's writhing in there. This so is he a has, transvask. You know what? Maybe, maybe. So <laughs> Vilgax is cruel. Vilgax is uh, mean. Vilgax is not somebody you want to be hanging out with. He does care about his people. That's something he's known for. He literally sacrificed. Uh, countless lives or countless other things his own goals in order to save his people the problem is that vilgax is known to be so cruel and such a piece of shit that no sane person wants to work with him so he has to rely yeah. on like using robots and like either mentally uh, ill people who worship him or robots those are the leader. only two people yeah he's a little bit of a cult leader uh, who are people, but he conquers planets. He's literally conquered 10 planets and he's blown up five. He also, as enough, in fact, he's created a black hole and weaponized it just for shits and giggles. He is known before the, like Ben beat his ass. He's known as the universe's deadliest, like undefeated warrior. Only yeah. one of the person has ever beat him. And that was Ben's grandfather, Max. So uh, when you said, you he created i did think that you were just going to say he's korean and then just pause for a second and i was like am i just supposed to sit here and take that in I mean, um, you can, do you mean you can take it however you want no yeah vilgax has always been kind of an iconic uh tv alien for he, sure like i think is. his design is evocative it's like i mean it obviously it's giving like davy jones yes it definitely is he's his real form, so the form that we're looking at, his like regular humanoid form, is like his most standard where he's at. He's big, he's fucking ripped. He does, uh, he's actually, like I said, he's actually doing alien steroids. So those little rods that are in his arm That's are right. like steroids that he's using to bump himself up. But his true form is that of a giant octopus. He looks like a Cthulhu beast in his true form, enough so that he actually did become a cult leader using. His true form. Like Eldritch. Yes, his Eldritch form. He is oh. a cult leader that he's he's willing to manipulate, lie, steal. Um, He's not Me a good too. lover. <laughs> he's married. I think he does have a kid. He's married? What the fuck? He's the ruler of his planet. I think he does have a queen. Uh, but we don't ever meet them. And he doesn't talk about them. He's kind of the person who like abandons his wife almost instantaneously. Uh, and then yeah, like, sure. fucks around. Like a Titania Oberon situation. Mm, okay so i brought up vilgax i want to talk a little i talked how he is he's like 12 feet tall he varies from like 12 to 15 feet tall uh he mm -hmm. is tentacle goodness so like i said if you're into tentacles you want them all in your holes mm, it's for you <laughs> use it um yeah no that's that's i want you uh kez add some reverb to that add some just add some sick reverb to that little 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 riff there Oh my, so many kind of iconic um, voice actors have also portrayed him. We got Steve yes. Bloom, we got Fred Tataskiori, uh, fucking uh, Soldier 76. Yes. And James Ramar. No, I'm sorry. John DiMaggio. Yes. He, John DiMaggio. So in the original series, he has a respirator on 
and the respirator they like he has that's his original steve bloom voice of being very raspy very much like he's just been augmented uh and he's just like blah, blah, blah. they remove the they remove the respirator and ultimate alien to give him more of an expressive face so that's the one where there his yeah. form where you could see his face the first, the first time and that one is uh i think you said fred and that's where he's more of a world or that's where we see more of his world conqueror in ultimate in in uh the original series he just wants to get the omnitrix and beat fucking ben's ass that's his whole goal he's like fuck you fuck this kid i hate like this kid beat me once is did this kid's grandpa beat me once so i hate him intrinsically but i really just want the watch to help conquer the world but now that you've beaten my ass and now i'm intrinsically tied to you because everyone's like hey if Ben's around, Vilgax is going to lose. Vilgax fucking sucks. But so he's like, now I don't even really want the Omnitrix. I kind of just want to kill you. And one of, I think, is the most iconic things that Vilgax has ever done. And I think this is, it happens in Omniverse, which is not everyone's favorite series. I enjoy Omniverse. It's fine. In one of the most iconic things, what Vilgax does to straight up be like, fuck you, Ben 10, is he gains the power to travel between dimensions and starts recruiting evil versions of ben and using them as pawns just to ruin the main ben's life this and is like then, if Rick and morty was good yeah a little bit this is like the, <laughs> the blueprint he then goes to a ben's world that is like the origin ben that doesn't have the watch and then blows up the entire fucking universe he nukes yeah it. he does he doesn't nuke he like annihilates it from existence and then recruits all the other bens and he's like hey the only good Bens that we have, I want you to beat their fucking asses. Go do it. And everyone is so afraid of Vilgax, they're like, yes, sir. So he gets Ben to beat the shit out of Ben. And I think that's iconic. That's pretty iconic, yeah. Like, I, the the amount of vitriol in this one person, like, very one-track-minded. You, you really get what you get with no, this really kind is. of guy. His main focus has always been to conquer the world known universe. That's all he wants to do. And I think that's like his main goal. And the Omnitrix, he can probably do it on his own with more time and effort, but he knows that the Omnitrix is probably the best way to do it because it has the DNA of every any alien in the like the entire known galaxy. So in any scenario, he can turn like his all his robots into swamp fires and burn like burn their trees down. If it's an aquatic planet, rip jaws and they're just gonna rip everything apart. Like he knows he's like, I just need this to be the most effective. But if I wanted to. If I was just like, you know what, fuck you, Ben. You beat me once, you beat me a couple times. I'm just gonna go and do my own thing. He can go do that. When he wasn't focused on the Omnitrix, motherfucker is like convinced an entire cult of Forever Knights to worship him and then give him the power of an Eldric horror being. Dedicated. He's dedicated. Yeah, so you're getting a dedicated, devoted lover with tentacles, uh, who also hates anyone that isn't him, is selfish, and will probably use you as a fleshlight and i hope so so for possibility i want to talk about <laughs> oh this could be a fun situation where cleric you are ben 10 and kez is our grandpa and i'm your witch cousin gwen yeah oh wait maybe gwen should be gwen i'll be kevin so kez is gwen i think i'm kevin you're oh yeah, gwen is gwen you're kevin kevin 11 uh, and I'm Ben 10. And then Kes is our grandfather. Why'd you age Kes 50 years? And I'm in love with Gwen, and it's weird for you. My cousin? Yeah, because I'm just around all the time, so like it's like me flirting with your cousin, who you also work with all the time. You know what? You're right. Yeah, that's, that's true. That would be, I guess, weird if you were hanging out around all the time. 
Yeah, I guess in this world, well, I think the possibility we're going to go with is if we were in the Ben 10 world, and if there were aliens we know around and kind of known, Vilgax comes to conquer the planet a lot. As long a as lot. Ben has the fucking watch, he's coming to the planet and fucking things up. Yeah. He is an active viewer. He once took an entire city hostage and like blasted out to the entire world like, hey, I'm an alien. I'm here. And I'm going to beat this child's ass. And if he loses, I'm blowing up your planet. It's that simple. That's it. A lot of stakes. But you know what? So for a possibility, I don't think he's going to be, unless you're like, like I'm going to betray humanity for you and get you the watch that you need. Uh, and get for your, I'm going to do that. And then maybe. But like, he also doesn't like to talk to people. Not many souls hang out with him except for like insane people and robots. Mm-hmm. But he does come to the planet often. I'm going to give this a six. I was going to go the opposite direction. I was going to go four because it really, my kind of philosophy when it comes to like, if I, it was ever known to me or like I ever figured out that I had a superpower, I would not tell a fucking goddamn person mm. because I am not trying to be on a list. I want to be at home eating lime chips and that's it. That's it? So this, I think that's all you want to do? Just eating lime chips in an empty house. Um that's what Skin and Marink is about. Uh, but yeah, so you're six. I'm going to go four because right. I just, I don't know. That's understandable. Now, the next thing, attractiveness. So he is, again. Nine. Tw- mm. Twelve? <laughs> no, he's, again, 12 feet tall. I'm going to describe him. He is tentacled armed. He yeah. can turn into an he's octopus. Got, he's injected with steroids. He is fucking he's juiced he is juiced up to the wazoo he's got a respirator he's got a sexy voice of just like i am here to now destroy your planet like that Mm -hmm. that can do something for me that does some stuff for me the problem is he is a cruel world warlord that enslaved planets and like blown them up yeah so audience depending on how you feel about genocide (laughs) This could be for you. I don't know. Some of you are weird. Some of y'all excuse some things. And not us who are talking about the current genocider. Seven. Okay, cool. That's pretty good. The points are minus for... Technically, what I should do do is minus a point for each of the planets he blew up, so it's only five. It's only five. It's only five, everybody. Calm down. (laughs) If you blow up more than five planets, then you're considered a monster. But five for a global, for a universe conqueror, that's some low numbers. I'll be honest. He's kind of, he's kind of lacking the game. Yeah, maybe he's really focused on a watch. Listen, I know ray bands are cool, but come on. Ray bands? (laughs) It's not a watch friend. (laughs) No. So I know Swatch is cool, but come on. Some fucking an AP or a Rolex, like a a Gucci watch. Does Gucci make watches? I don't know. Maybe. Probably. I'm not a horologist. What the fuck is that? A a clockmaker. That's what it's called. I thought it was a clockmaker. It's just called a clockmaker. What is a horologist? Sounds like you like somebody who studies hemorrhoids. A person or company who makes that makes or repairs clocks and watches. A clockmaker. You, yeah, you can call it that. So yeah, why you can't you call, call it, it what, that? What, what I call you, it a horologist because you can also call horologist. it a horologist. That isn't. That's not a real word. What's the next one? Audacity. Okay, pretty audacious. It's really audacious. Again, he's a the known as the deadliest creature in the entire universe. He conquers planets. He's made a black hole. 
He beats up children for fun. He finds a 10-year-old child and says, I now have beef with you. <laughs> He's like every middle school teacher. <laughs> I was like, I was, I was sitting on that and then it processed like, what happened to you? <laughs> There are three there are three sort of um vectors to this for me, which is obviously we're going physio- physiology vectors? physiology uh personality as well as just horrible shit that they have done. Mm-hmm. And I'm down with the physiology, I'm down with the personality. It is obviously the war crimes that sets him back. Oh my um, god, everyone gets hung up on war crimes. Wow. <laughs> um, so this might be I think this is a four. You know what? That's reasonable. I think that's... I'll echo a four. I will will echo a four. He has done crimes, everybody. I know. Sometimes your baby girl does crimes. And Vilgax is my baby girl. Sometimes your baby girl does something worse than a felony or several felonies. It's intergalactic uh, genocide. Yeah. But who hasn't? (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? Anyways... <laughs> uh, parental acceptance. I just, this, honestly, this might work out a little bit though. What with our with parents? How? Because he's like an entrepreneur. He's like self-made. He is driven and he is very decisive. And everyone knows what he wants. Essentially, it's like, oh, maybe he just wants a, a nice watch. Yeah, if you are able to swing, like, hey, this is my tentacle boyfriend who like sticks it up my ass, but you know. Uh, he doesn't you don't have to, to tell your parents that. You don't have to tell your parents that. <laughs> if you're honest with them, if you if you're like that with your fam, then yeah. <laughs> listen. If you like talking to your fam like that, one hundred percent, open up. Oh. But what? Op- what you, open up. Yeah. Open up. Okay. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. What, what? What are you thinking? Why are you twisting my words? What are you thinking? <laughs> What are you thinking? Um, yeah, I don't know if parental acceptance, this is not happening. He's like fucking, he, again, he's like, yeah, no, his whole purpose in life is to, you know, colonize and get a watch. Yeah. One of those What's things is worse that? than the other, and it's the watch. <laughs> <laughs> to a degree, yes. Um, he, yeah, no, this is my boyfriend, Vilgax. Uh, he... In his free time, he likes to go out. He likes to explore. He also likes to beat up a 10-year-old. And he's been trying to beat up that 10-year-old for the past eight years. Unsuccessful, but he's driven. So he's been beating up this 10-year-old. So so now the 10-year-old's 18. So good for you. Good for him. Good for him. 2.5. Yeah, uh, the the, the two. I'll just be a straight two. So now that we have all the numbers, we're going to calculate them up. And smash them together with our intergalactic calculator. Oh, snap, Kez. You know what that means. Get that Foley work penis ready. Penis destroyer. Get that penis flattener ready, because we're heading on up, but I'm got to use it. So we're going to pause while we flatten some penis. Kez here, and I've got more news than usual, so I'll try to make this quick. First... I want to thank our Kofi members for supporting us, and that's Gav, Chris Chanjay, Deidori, Akima, and Fonzo Surawali. This episode is sponsored by the Red by Daylight podcast. Listeners Gavin and Cole introduce series newcomer Carolyn to the lore of Dead by Daylight, and, albeit accidentally, create some of the most interesting backstories and justifications for the game's killers. 
This queer, casual, and comedic dive into Behaviour Interactive's popular title has something for everyone, from Gavin's technical knowledge to Caro's sharp wit and reactions, and even its own monsterfucker corner provided by Cole. It's a fun and easy lesson. You don't need to know anything about Dead by Daylight to have a good time, so be sure to catch it wherever you get your podcasts. That's R-E-A-D by Daylight. On February 25th, we're streaming First Bite's new DLC, Bad Blood, on twitch.tv slash nameless Cleric and Joe will be joined by Gwen, our new social media manager, as we try to raise money for mutual aid for a podcast in our community. You can find more details and our target goal at ko-fi.com slash monsterloverpod, or go to our Twitter at monsterloverpod. Finally, we're changing the intro and outro song for the show. We want a new energy, so as of our next episode, we'll be playing something a little different. We hope you like it. That's all from me. Enjoy the rest of the episode. So, Joe, after that penis flattening, can you tell us the scores? Yes! Uh, that's out of my voice after a penis flattening. Uh, so for Claire, my penis Kirvilgax, flattened, here's my voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, a 4.8 for Cleric overall for Vilgax and for me a 4.9 overall, which gives Vilgax a 4.85, which is technically still a 4.9 to MFA. So pretty good. That's pretty solid. Honestly, that's, that's above right. Envy. Nice. I'm fine with that. Above Frost Giants, above okay. that's, yeah. like most, like all of the ghosts, actually. You, yeah, again, that's fair. Actually, there's an episode where Vilgax beats up a ghost. Like you, an entire episode where Vilgax's like people are taken over by Ghost Freak, who had escaped the watch, and beat the shit out of, and so uh, Vilgax goes back to his home planet and beats the shit out of a ghost. So honestly, art imitates reality. But now that we're done with the vicious Vilgax, Joe, are you ready to talk about your alien? Yes. So a fun thing about today is that none of us really knew who. Uh, like this was a completely blind episode. Like none of obviously we have the producer thing. I had no idea Cleric was choosing Vilgax and Cleric and Kess still have no idea who I'm choosing. Mm. It all just worked out. Um, so do y'all know a certain spin-off property of the Looney Tunes? Which, a little something called Duck Dodgers. N- no. And I will be talking about Marvin the Mar no, I'm kidding. I'm not talking about Marvin the Martian. Oh, okay. Um, I was I'm gonna be so talking about scared. Queen Tyranny, the Queen of Mars. Wait, what? Queen Tyranny, the Queen of Mars from Duck Dodgers, is a gold-breasted, scantily clad femme fatale. Despite being trained in warfare, her bout with romance instead is a long-standing feature of hers throughout the show. Curvy, mercurial, and homicidal, she brings out the beauty of Mars by bringing out her own rage. And, no, she doesn't pass the Bechdel test. So speaking of war criminals, and, um... Okay, how how much of a war criminal is she? She's actually not, the thing is... She's a bad queen. She's really bad at her job. She's really bad also as the queen of Mars because like she herself is very like, it's kind of misogynistic, I will say, because she's like, you know, she's like an angry woman, but she doesn't really do war. Like she barely go like uh, finds herself like in warfare, as far as I understand. Like she can like beat the shit out of Duck Dodgers. Like she beat him beat the shit out of him with a giant eye sculpture of him in one of the episodes, nice. which is iconic. Um and the I, I make the whole funny like my my whole description also has to revolve around how between Daffy Duck or Duck Dodgers 
and Marvin the Martian. She has this weird on and off again relationship with with Daffy Duck, where Daffy Duck is like the suave captain, and like they kiss, and like he barges into her room, like in her underwear and like everything. Oh. Like it's really, it's like kind of risque, and she's like into it, like oh my god, like this is the first person who's ever like tried to defy me. I love it. And then there's Marvin, mm. who obviously is this like where's the kaboom? Like he's just like this little fucking guy. Um, where's the kaboom? And uh, um, but and then like I think there's a moment where he like proposes to her and she calls it off. But like Marvin was also like that, the stable guy in her mm. life rather than like the, so the risky she guy. Was Mr. Right. So Marvin, Mr. Right. And yeah, uh, Daffy is the guy who gets it. So I'm yeah. assuming Daffy's packing often. in this universe, I guess. I mean, Daffy duck. Yeah. Any, I, I, I'm kind of stunned to speak about this person the reason being i'm just going to because i went on google as you asked me to to look into uh who this character is because i just off the top of my head didn't have a visual i'm gonna send you the picture the first picture that i saw like this is okay off this one i will say i found when i was looking at her pictures of her as well there was a google not safe for work search yeah thing like a like a time thing and it Mm. was 16 seconds so let's see this yeah this is the first image I saw. And for our audio yeah, listeners, course. I'll describe this picture to you. It's clean. It's clean tyranny with her fucking feet in the entirety of the frame trying to stomp on you. Her grippers are out. You can tell the space between the toes where their jam might have been, but has been probably licked off by the she person. She doesn't have feet like that, which I find a problem with. So she, okay. So she, someone drew her with grippers. That's, yeah, she has like weird pointy ballet shoes. Mm, that's interesting. So, well, that doesn't mean she doesn't have grippers. Doesn't have. <laughs> that doesn't mean that she doesn't have grippers. Do you want her to? <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Okay. Um, this is an interest. Oh, I just found an inflation porn of her. Of course, of course. This is on Google, y'all. Duck Dodgers, when did this shit come out? Like there it's long enough to have had it the inflation people, they had time. They know it. They know where they're at. But the okay, so Queen Tyranny sounds interesting. Um the immediate personality that I'm picking up from her is a rom com protagonist that has access to a Absolutely. nuke. Absolutely. Who will, Do you know Haley from Stardew Valley? I don't I do know not, if you played Stardew Valley. I don't actually play Stardew Valley. She sucks. She sucks. She's awful. Like, she only cares about, like, materialistic things. She doesn't know anything about, like, country life or whatever. Um, I personally don't think that she sucks. Um, But, like, obviously people aren't really into the the city girl in the farm town. Um, The I think the the fun thing about her is that, obviously, um, like, like many of the, like, women character, women characters, like, lust or... I don't know, Olivier Armstrong, whatever. Like all of these characters who are like huge breasted and like very like black and red or like just like jewel toned, very evocative styles. There was something very, even if like, you know, they were objectified characters, they were still very something strong about them. Um, so I identified with her in, well, in the way that I wanted to be her most of the time. But then mm-hmm. you watch the show and she's like, Doc Daughter sucks, but like obviously the whole show, you need to have like the weird, 
you need to have the weird romance thing of like someone sees this asshole and is like, yeah, we can. He's oh, hot. Wow, this is amazing. The kaboom. Um, you do a great Marvin Martian. I do a great Mar- I listen. I I I, I do have I spoke to myself a lot as a child. I can tell. Yeah. Thank you. Anyways, Anyways. <laughs> um, the th- the thing with her, I, I think that maybe sets this up more, maybe more for me than you, is that she just wants romance. Like, the, it's kind of weird because obviously she's like the queen of Mars. Why does she, why isn't she able to separate herself from yeah. that? Because like, wouldn't she be from Venus or whatever? Um, but she, she loves romance and she wants to like have the like risky bad boy boyfriend. Um, and I feel like if you gave that to her in a way that, hey, if you're here, like you're aware that what you want, let's talk about the other things that you might also want in a relationship and your life. Hey, you've, you've, you're like in a lot of, uh, you have a lot of responsibility. Do you need a dom? Like, do you need someone to okay. like break down your current like life structure and like relationship structures? Like, I, I think you could really sit her down and talk to her. I could see that. The issue that I'm seeing with her, and I think the negative one is, like I said, the rom-com protagonist, but, like, the after. There's always an after a rom-com protagonist of, like, going with the wrong guy or something like that. Because she's, like, again, a queen. I'm like, I want to go with the bad boy. I want to go with the guy who challenges me. And the guy who challenges you is either an idiot or someone who's not going to, like, the guy that she went with, Daffy Duck, is not challenging her, like, intellectually she's just doing it because like i don't want to be controlled i'm just want to do this that 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 so that could also be a problem if she wants to be the controlling one in the relationship with marvin it was like you're doing this for me now you're doing that you're doing this you're doing it so if you're somebody who likes uh someone to take charge then she might be for you but if you're able to like be too much of a bad boy and be non-committal with her then she's a switch you know what i think that's the best way to go about it she's a switch yeah but she's also a switch that has a nuke. I think that's something we got to talk about. Or a space laser. Several nukes. Nukes in her bras. Nukes in her titties. Her titties. Nukes her, in that chastity her, belt she has. Her fucking tits are nukes. Goddamn. Have you seen them? Bazonka wonks. They could be bigger. I think all breasts are beautiful, Joe. And I'm sorry that you can't <laughs> understand Shut that. Shut the fuck up. I'm sorry Shut that you have this, uh, this, this male-dominated mind of yours. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. yeah sickening joe's misogyny aside let i think it's time we jump into possibility i think let's, let's jump into possibility of who she is and get them start breaking that down you have to be in mars and the world I, th- I think earth is gone is the concept maybe that's not true i think i, I don't remember i know of the series i don't think the earth is gone but you have to be like a, a space floater or something. you have to be a space this was in 2003 yeah yeah you got to be a space flyer a, a rocket ship haver and then you also have to somehow okay. get an audience with, you have to either be a Martian, born, uh, a space flyer, or suave enough and like challenging enough to be, yeah. to, to toe that line between I'm challenging you and I'm disobeying you. Because she is still a queen and she's going to be like, okay, this is cute. Or you've disobeyed a direct order. I've told you to stop. Time to die. Yeah. He, uh, apparently Duck Dodgers was accidentally frozen for over three centuries for unknown reasons and was later revived in the 24 and a half century, which so that, that the the concept kind of here is you have to accidentally be frozen for 300 years. 
Yeah, and even if we do play by that rule of like you're in the time frame of when you could have met this person, you have to be Martian, talk, be able to talk to Martians. I'm gonna give this a two. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because also you gotta factor in she's even if you're in this world, she's royalty. Marvin is able to talk to her because he's a general. He's a he's That's a right. top he's a top ranking official. I think we forget Marvin has led campaigns of war. Yeah. Marvin probably That's has PTSD. Didn't I do it? <laughs> Queen tyranny. No. Fuck. You need to. You, uh, once you've conquered five planets, five planets like Vilgax, then you can talk to me. I've done so much more than that. <laughs> Entire village is tentacled. Fuck. Um. <laughs> Attractiveness ten. Yeah. I was gonna. I was. I'm, I was wavering on nine or ten, honestly, because I feel like. When you look at her design at first, when you're when like the show came, comes out, it's like 2005 or whatever. She's like so much. It looks like her design is so much cooler. But now that I'm looking at it now, I'm like, it's kind of basic. It's not too crazy. It's, it's basic. Like for some reason, it's like Egyptianish or something. Like yeah. I don't know where their influence really came from. Um, and there, there's like a clear. I think Orientalism kind of going on with some of the uh, designs or like Swanamina kind of influence or whatever. Um, So just the design itself, I obviously I love her. Would love to give her a ten. My heart says nine, though. I think I'll change. I'll change my actual answer, like from the funny one. I think I'll give this an eight. The reason being, like you said, the the design itself is pretty basic. I think like if we're just going off not fan art and just going off like that original one. It's it's not anything to write home about. It's hot, but not anything like... She looks like a side character, you know? Yeah. She doesn't really look that interesting. Like, she doesn't look that interesting, but she's still hot. Like, you can tell they made her, like, sexy. Anyways, time for audacity. How audacious it is to be with Queen Tyranny. I think it's pretty fucking audacious. Yeah. Like, Duck Dodgers was only audacity. He broke into her room while she was sleeping and was like, I gotta go, baby, we're done. And then like kisses her and like, she's into it. So like maybe the audacity is like kind of part of what you need to get into the relationship anyway. Yeah. You got to have some confidence in the situation. You got to be able to like, you got to have the audacity. You got to have that, like that confidence. You got to have that swagger. You got to have that, uh, bravado. But again, she's a queen. A warmongering She's queen. A queen. And doing all that, you gotta break into palace security. You gotta be able to maintain that. Or at least be loyal enough that she was kind of into Martian Man uh not Martian Manor, uh Marvin. Or be loyal. So it's either you got loyalty or you got uh bravado. And sometimes a lot of everyone don't got those two things. I the the one thing you gotta respect to a degree is like she was going to marry Marvin, I think, and then her heart just said no. And so she just called everything off last minute. And obviously she's a queen, she can do that kind of shit. Um, but there's still like a heart led decisions with her. She if you're able to finally actually talk to her and have that conversation, I think it's very much possible. I'm gonna give this a six. I wasn't going to go that far. I think um, she's open to love. I think she's open to conversation. She is open to love. That is the one thing. And I, I feel like if you came to her planet to be like, hey, I'm, 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 I came here because I want to try to fall in love with you and like make your life better. I think she would be super down with that. Um, I'm going to give her a five. I'm going to give her a five. Mm. 
parental approval? Would our parents approve if we brought King, Queen Tyranny home? It's a similar Vilgax situation, I think. It's like they she could seem a certain way. Yeah. However, I didn't know I, if you were going to say something. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think it'll work out between the parents. I think she is someone who is from her personality is like, I'm a queen. I'm not. Why am I meeting your parents? Fuck off. Especially if you're going by the bad boy angle. If you're going with the, like the, I'm trying to be a captain, then of course she's not going to be, she's going to be like, why am I meeting your parents? Why are we doing these traditional things? I want to like go out and have fun and be reckless. Like fuck responsibility. I don't want to meet your parents. Fuck them. Or it's like, if it's the loyalty one, then she's like, you've been loyal to me. Um, you should only really focus on me. I don't have to meet your fucking parents. You work for me and you eat my fucking pussy out. So you don't need any of this other shit. <laughs> so I think a three. I think it's just a fair. I think a three. I think so too. I feel it's definitely better than Bill Gox in like a weird way I can't actually describe. Yeah, it's a bit better because she at least Vilgax isn't like she isn't like a 12 foot tall tentacle monster. She looks like a she could be a person. So now that we have our maths all added up, we're going to return to the penis flattening machine and get to our math scores ready. All right? You ready? Yes, sir. Let's, Marsh, Marvin, Kaboom. Marvin, let's get to your penis flattening. Okay. <laughs> Just grappling. It's like, oh, 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 yeah, 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 whoa. All right, Marvin, now that your penis has been flattened, we're going to read off the scores for your queen. Joe? <laughs> um, so the both of us got a 4.8, actually, for our overall. So that does mm. leave Queen Tyranny with a 4.8. Wow. A clean one. A little bit less than Vilgax, though. She's, like, right behind it. I guess being a warlord and a genocider gets you a little bit more points in our books in this show. I have to admit, I think Vilgax would somehow pass the Bechdel test over her. Maybe, because, yeah, no, he's not focused on women. He's focused on getting that bag or getting that yeah. watch, to say. Yeah. But yeah. now that we're done with Kling Tyranny, the tyrannical, or, you know, the, the boy crazy, boy crazy, it's time for Kez's pick. Now, Kez, again, we don't know what Kez has chosen. We're going to open it for the first time on call. Um, Have you opened it? The, the, the head, no, the headline. Because mm-hmm. Kez always gives us a headline to, like, give us a hint. You ever wanted to fuck a car? What the fuck is this, Kes? Okay, I'm gonna can you open, count I'm, us I'm, down? Yeah, three, two, one. You're a sick fuck, okay, dog. No, listen. You're fucking actually, listen, sick. Actually, listen. Actually, actually. I love that. Okay, so this is really funny. Kes's Kes's choice is Optimus Prime from the Transformers franchise, obviously. The best part of this is that Kes put Optimus Prime, he, him. <laughs> <laughs> we need the clarification. I didn't know. I don't know who fucking Optimus Prime's pronouns. You never know. I wanted to do a whole Transformers episode, so this is this is funny. This is a good way to get him. I mean, out this the is way. kicking it off. This is kicking it yeah, off very this well. Is, this is a good way to get rid of him, just straight up. Yes. So let's get right into it. Optimus Prime is the stern yet reliable leader of the Autobots from the Transformers franchise. His followers respect him for his unshakable sense of justice. And at the heart of his most extraordinary heroic exploits, there is an unshakable nobility that drives him. His unyielding nature is rivaled in strength only by his colorful metal body, but he's malleable to kind-hearted, good-natured people, a trait his enemies have exploited time and time again. The leader of the Autobots may be the straight-laced boar in a large cast of characters, but he's dedicated to making the world 
your world a better place. And think about the truck nuts. I forget that the Transformers are aliens sometimes. That's the whole thing. That is the whole thing. I forget that too, that they had like, because I mean, the whole origins that they come from Cybertron, another planet, they come down, but it's because they're so intrinsically tried, uh, intrinsically tied. Yeah. The word, the word I'm looking for is tied. And it's just because they're tied to cars and planes and trucks that you sometimes. Yeah. Right. Like those are modern designs of cars and shit. Like Like, when you do the Michael Bay movies, motherfuckers are driving in Teslas. It's like a fucking, like a Kia soul. If I see a Kia soul, whip out a gun, I'm fucking losing my mind. Are you telling me Elon Musk is the president God of where, whatever the transformers planet is. Like, I don't want to hear that. Actually it's Stanley Tucci. So is this part of the Michael Bay movies? This is part of the Michael Bay movies. I'll be real. So Stanley Tucci is introduced as a scientist. And what he does is in the, I think in the third or the fourth movie, he's introduced in the third movie. He's like a friend of the ally of the robots is just like, we're trying to study Megatron and the Autobots in order to make our, our own Autobots and shit like that. In the fourth movie, he kills Ratchet and like dissects him as a fucking, and like dissects him and then remakes like, uh, he's like, you're obsolete. We've made transformers. And then he makes a Galvatron, which was uh, based off Megatron's body. And it's a bunch of cubes, like a bunch of Rubik's cubes, like made together. And he restarts the Decepticon war because he makes, uh, Decepticons from his like little robot cube bodies. But so technically in the Michael Bay universe, Stanley Tucci created Decepticons. What the fuck? Is there an actual like no like that is that can't be like actual Transformers canon? It's not canon like actual Transformers. Okay. Canon. I think Galvatron Great. is. I will say I think Galvatron is a Transformer thing where yeah. uh, Megatron dies and it's brought back in like a new form and it, Galvatron is like an actual canonical thing. But in that Transformers lore, it's uh, Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci didn't appear in the original cartoon, so but you know who did appear in the original cartoon? Uh, the guy who made Citizen Kane. Oh, hang on. What's his name? I forget. I forget his name. It's, um, George Orwell. Orson Wells. Orson Wells. There it is. It's Orson Wells. Orson Wells voices, uh, like the, the biggest prime robot. And he hated the franchise though. What I think is funny in a little little bit of (laughs) trivia I lower is that he absolutely despises Transformers because he thought it was like, like pretentious, not pretentious. He thought it was like exploitative, like and that it was like childish. Oh, it was like got it. Uh, capitalism at its worst. But he still that. But that's also, I think, his last role before he died is fucking like this big <laughs> Optimus Prime character, like his Primus, I think is what his name is, and that's like his last role. So his last role is something he fucking despised. Also, to say Optimus Prime is hot. I think I guess is like all this like tangent that we went on. Honestly, yeah. My favorite design of Optimus Prime is the one with the mask. Where he has like the I think the one that has posted that one, they bring they're bringing it back in the more recent in the newest movie with the beastic beast cons whatever the fuck I I never watched that one the beast the I forget what it is the the animal cons I thought you just started crying <laughs> <laughs> I just can't figure out what they're fucking called Maximals I think so. Is it Maximals? Is somebody in on Twitter? Someone on Twitter will get me for it, or I'll just look it up afterwards and I'll just cry. But yeah, so Optimus Prime's <laughs> design, I think, with the mask is super hot. I think is is such a good design. This, there's something also very evocative about his own his name because obviously the Angel Metatron. I always I always got them mixed mixed up for like years and years. Mm. Like that is kind of I guess that's good character design 
or something. It's like, iconic. You say Optimus Prime. That is a fucking heavy name. Imagine screaming that out in bed. Imagine getting fucking absolutely cheeks clapped and you gotta be Optimus. Optimus! And like, oh my Wait, god. Wait, is his like alien name Optimus Prime? And then no, it's Megatron? So it what happened was Primus is his I think his original name. And he and Megatron were like advocating for their way, different ways of life. Of like, I think Prime uh, Optimus was. Uh, oh no, it's not Prime. Sorry, Optimus. Like his other name. Uh, I'm sorry. Megatron is the fucking is the Decepticon. Yes. Is, yeah. Yeah. So they were both uh, for Transformers lore. I think he was. They're both fighting for different ways of life, and uh, the uh, Optimus was more like charismatic and light, and so. Uh, Megatron and him worked together before, uh, and they both had different names, but they worked together before, but then Megatron got jealous and was like, yo, fuck you. I was the one who proposed like radical change in Cybertron, but they don't like it because it was involved murder. So I'm going to raise up this entire Decepticon Army, who's also cool of just like conquering the world. And then the primes were for peace, and they ended up fighting a lot. Uh, Optimus ended up sacrificing his life to the Allspark, and that's how he became right. the last prime. So Optimus is known as like a beautiful soul. Not a beautiful soul. He's a great leader. He's one of the best leaders of uh, the Autobots. He is righteous. He is for justice. He is believes in compassion and equality. He is, he's Jesus. He's Jesus. He's robot Jesus. He's robot Jesus. There's something about like leader, like not, not necessarily main characters, but like leader, like, you know, uh, like royal type king type characters, um, and thinking about dating them because it's like, what makes them crack? Like, that's so interesting yeah. to think. Like, even though I don't find Captain America or like Superman very interesting, thinking about them in like a romantic kind of like people's head cannons mm-hmm. about that has always been way more interesting than their actual like personalities. I think it's interesting. Like, if we're comparing Optimus Prime to Superman, Superman has a great love life, genuinely with Lois Lane. Like, they have kids together. They have like they're really the first woman he sees falls in love. Exactly, you know that's how you gotta do. He's a farm boy. He's Kansas farm boy. I think what Superman count for this show because he's technically an alien. Yeah, I guess so. All right, Superman episode coming soon. No. Uh, <laughs> Superman only episode. Superman only. Only Superman. We're only gonna talk about Superman for an hour and a half. We're gonna do the different types of kryptonite Superman. So I'm gonna do pink kryptonite, which is the gay Superman one. I will do black kryptonite where he becomes a murderer. Sounds good. And then. Anyway, dealer's choice for your kryptonite. Anyways, Optimus, it's always that. I think I agree with you. Like, where does a leader crack? Like, when does a leader have respite? Like, can you be that person's respite? Will they crack on Like, will they be able to lean on you in that supportive way? I don't think Optimus can. I think Optimus is a leader 24 7. He's stuck. And he can't yeah. turn that off. I don't think there's a moment where he can rest. And I don't think he's going to rest with you. There's something kind of attractive, though, about like, quote unquote forcing him to like rest with you like oh no i'm so tired i'm just gonna lay here and you know like mm. he obviously all over his work or something yeah. i think that would be that's i that type of dynamic i'm like obsessed with it's like that oh it's this a person dynamic. is seen as a pest yeah. but like it's actually like hey i'm trying to get you to stop working yeah i'm trying to get you to rest um, i'm trying to get you to breathe i'm trying to get you to do this yeah but i think optimus wouldn't go for it i think he's a rigid type i think he's like listen no i can't I- I, wouldn't he kind of like? like wouldn't he I, kind of, I feel like he would be like be that, but wouldn't he kind of be like okay or like, like I'll 
let me the relenting is kind of cute yeah hold on let me clap your cheeks real quick but then as soon as i'm done <laughs> i'm gonna go back to uh i gotta go back to doing some paperwork and making sure that my uh my race of people doesn't extinguish but i will clap your human cheeks though is this i think this is my ideal man is it i have commitment problems don't talk don't don't worry optimus prime yeah I get that. It wouldn't be my first choice for a uh, Transformer to fuck, to be honest. Mine would be... No, I love Jazz. Uh, Jazz is my favorite Transformer. Jazz is great. I would do Soundwave. Mm. Cool. Soundwave. <laughs> Possibility. <laughs> the, sound, the Spotify poll for this is going to be crazy. <laughs> I don't fucking know. It's, it's, Optimus Prime is winning. The, it's such the Optimus vo- Prime is absolutely winning. Optimus Prime is winning, simply. But also, I think it's just wild that there's these three options are just stacked up against each other. Oh, cling War tier. criminal. War criminal. criminal. Jesus. G- robot Jesus. Uh, that actually, Kez, that's how I want you to stack it. I want you to do war criminal, failure of the Bechtel test, robot Jesus. Those are the three yeah. options. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it'd be, it's actually kind of, that would be a cute idea just production-wise of like not actually naming yeah. the creature and just vibes alone just like the vibes anyway. that we came up with that might be the future we do who knows um um do we want to i think we should wrap jump in. In. we could jump into pos- possibility and all that i think we got time to talk about all that stuff possibility i think it's pretty high he's on i think Earth. so too he's actively allying with humans he if drives all a it truck. takes if all it takes is for you to be shia labeouf who is a college student he bought with, a like car. weird ancestors if you bought you every, people buy cars, this is so possible. But he Optimus Prime is a truck. People don't buy trucks. Oh, that's true. I'm gonna, but I will. But say, if you buy a car who ends up in uh, Optimus Prime's like coterie, then like yeah, and if maybe we're, if we're going by a lot of Transformers medium, they interact with humans all the time. They get like hanging out with humans and different humans all the time. There's like they five, fuck humans. eight different series, probably fucking looped up. Dicks. I don't know if they fuck humans. I know they fuck each other, but yeah, there's gay Transformers. Oh yeah, there's canonical like, gay ones. Yeah, in the movie, didn't they showcase the two gay ones? I don't. I, I'm not a big fan of the movies. Or were I, they I brothers? Just, I think they were brothers. There's the if okay, you're talking I'm about sorry. the two Kia Souls in number two. They were brothers. Yes. Okay, never mind. They were both that were both played by uh, SpongeBob, Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny. Uh, that's I think so. Yeah. And t- uh, didn't Tom Kenny? He was doing AV. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, one hundred percent he was. <laughs> The two Kia Soul ones. There's a reason. That, there's a reason they didn't return from any other movies. Is because those they were fucking hard stereotypes, and Kia yeah. Souls. Like one of them, I think had gold teeth, and they were doing a yeah. and they was weird, and they also were climbing on a giant robot's balls. Two is a great movie. I do remember it being pretty fun. But it's a fun one. I think Transformers movies are fun if you turn off your brain, and that's what you have to do. Like I'm not coming. I'm not watching a Michael Bay movie for plot i'm watching to watch giant robots fight each other and michael bay probably has one of the funniest scenes in all of cinema i'm gonna we're gonna go on a tangent real quick and this whole this whole thing is about a tangent but i'm gonna go on okay. a tangent real quick michael bay i've seen on take the go poll bunch recently has one of the funniest scenes in cinema because no human being should have written this scene it's in the fourth movie the one with matt damon i think as soon as i start describing it you will know the scene if you've seen the fourth movie Oh, Kez immediately got it. Kez got what the exact scene I I'm don't talking even about know. is Matt Damon goes to confront his daughter's boyfriend at a bar and is like, you are 16. She's 16. You are 18. And then the boyfriend starts to quote 
the Texas law that says it's okay for him to date his 16-year-old daughter. Oh, no. And then from his wallet, without prompting, because he memorized the law, without prompting, he whips out his wallet and pulls out an expert of the Romeo Juliet laws that is saved in his wallet. It is laminated. It is huh. fucking highlighted. This man has had to bust it out before. There's no way. What human being would write this scene? Why would you do this? There was no point. This movie would be a thousand times better if this scene didn't exist. Why would you do this? It makes no sense. It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the guy dies, I think, a couple of scenes later. The, the, oh, okay, the, okay, the boyfriend cool. does get fucking, I think, blown up in a building that Oz's Prime That's is in. That's great. Yeah, but it's such a dumb fucking... <sighs> so let's rapid fire uh, Let's rapid fire these, uh, <laughs> these scores. Yeah, we can cut that whole tangent out if we need to. No, keep it in. I love it. Um, possibility, I'm going to go with... Six? I was going to go seven, to be honest. Seven? He interacts with humans so often. All the Transformers do. Got it. And if you're, if we're considering this with a world with Transformers regularly, yeah, you see them on the news. You can definitely like if you side with humanity, you're gonna. Oh, do they mostly this. like coexist in most cases? Mm, no, usually the government's hunting them down while they defend humanity from uh, the Decepticons. Mm-hmm. So it's like humans are hunting us, but we still love humans because humans are good and protect us. And Decepticons are trying to completely terraform your planet. Into yeah, going Trump back to the too. Metatron thing, it just it just sounds like Megatron is like Lucifer and Optimus Prime is like Gabriel or, or whoever the fuck. Like he's Jesus. It's it's just angels and devils. Yeah. yeah, basically. But he is Jesus. Robot Jesus. So possibility seven. Um attractiveness? Ten. I mean, I I'm gonna say nine, but ten is valid. Ten oh, is valid. Hot. I'm not gonna sit here in front. I'm not gonna sit here and fucking pretend that Optimus Prime ain't fucking. I know he's packing. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got those tr- truck nuts. Truck nuts. His exhaust Audacity. is fucking wild. It's pretty audacious. He's robot Jesus. He's the leader of men. He's the leader of Autobots. Yeah, you you do have to really go out of your way to prove that. Like I'm in the cause and not yeah. just your dick. And I'm like, and then also trying to convince him to have sex with you. And as a human mm-hmm. and a robot, I don't know if he'll think that's an affront to nature. So he seems like a conservative. What? What happened the whole time? What are you? Why did we no, go this no, way? No, 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 no. I mean, like, I feel like he's conservative in the way of like, I'm not having sex oh, before marriage, okay. or like, you, like, you're my subordinate. I'm not going to. If you're, we're working together, I'm not going to have sex with you, kind of thing. Like, I think it's like that. Not that he like. We're gonna stop there. Seven. Um. I'm gonna go five. Okay. I think five is fair. Parental acceptance is high. Oh, parental acceptance is very high. Robot Jesus. I think eight who, uh, for me. Even if he like he's meeting his parents, your parents are gonna be proud of him. He's a he's a freedom fighter. He's somebody who's he's fighting a support. Fighter. And then if he even had a human form and he was talking to your parents, he's a leader of men. He's a car that drives itself, and my parents don't trust me driving, so and neither do you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I again another tangent. Joe, me and CJ, uh, Scholastic Dragon, don't trust Joe to drive. 
We were on a th- we were on like an eight hour road trip, and Joe was not allowed to touch the wheel, even though me and CJ were passing out at the wheel. Like we should not have been driving. Yeah, and Joe. So was it could it should have fully been me. It yeah. sh- I had more of a chance for us to not. Nothing was, bad happened. Obviously. I was coming down from. Being I had a like, AAA card and everything. I was coming down from being drunk. It was a fucking wild time. You I, had forty five minutes of sleep. I had forty five minutes of sleep and was coming down from like like eight beer. You're so stupid. You're so, give me that parental acceptance <laughs> score. I didn't drive drunk. I want everyone to know that I sobered up and then drove. I want to make yes, that yes, very yes, clear. Yes. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give this a six. Actually, I'll give this a seven. I'll do a seven. This is going to be a producer pick win. Good job, Cass. Yeah, Cass, this is great. I think this is a phenomenal episode. The phenomenal pick for this one. Uh, Well, let's get... I don't know if Optimus Prime can go into the dick flattening machine, but we'll give it a shot and we'll crank it up. He is the dick flattening machine. Oh my God, that's been it the entire time. He's been here. We've been tricking you, everybody. He's been here the whole time flattening dicks for us. Optimus Prime, why don't you tell us the score? Pause for math. I'll just prime tell us the scores and uh Kez, you're gonna have to dub over no. this and with a whole bunch no. of auto-tune uh to make it sound no. like Arthur's Prime. Uh so for our last and our winner for this episode, Optimus Prime uh cleric with an overall of 7.3. Me a seven point five, which gives Optimus Prime a seven point four. That's pretty good, which is incredible. That's like top uh, ten. Seven point four is the same as Quetzalcoatl. Fine with me. Um, bu- 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 bum. above honestly a lot of people, just everyone so far. Yeah, I think that puts it in like one of the highest ranking monsters that we have because I think the highest ranking monster we have is like At nine. top ten. I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think that makes Optimus Prime top ten. Beautiful. Uh, and then what are the other two scores? I think it's, uh, I think you oh, yes. lose this episode, Oh, yes, so Bilgax, right? I do lose at this episode. Bilgax got a 4.9 and Queen Tyranny with a 4.8. So that goes, I think this goes to show uh, you're less desirable if you desire men. Do more if war crimes. If you don't pass the Bechdel test, I don't know. Think about it. Maybe blow up a planet or two and that'll get you higher on our list. Either be the savior of an entire race or blow up planets. There's no in between. Okay, so anyway... <laughs> I hope y'all had a Valentine's Day. (laughs) I hope you had one. I hope you had one. I hope you maybe you were awake and did some whatever you wanted to do that day. I'm actually going to go see Eternal Eternal Spotless of the Sunshine or whatever. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, I think it is, with the Jim Carrey movie. Oh, shit. I'm going to have Each One by Night finale. Oh, nice. I hope that goes well. I hope that went well because this is in the past and this is going to be put into the future. Cool. I don't everyone, we're gonna go get beamed up by aliens now and our dicks flattened by Optimus Prime. Yeah. So thank you so much. Everyone, let's hit that Hannah Montana whoa on out of here. Three. Where's two, the kaboom? One. Whoa. <laughs> I saw. Uh, Can you introduce yourself? Oh my fucking god! That's not the intro to the show. I need you to know it's not.